When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes, you heard her on your airwaves this morning. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing from her again, Michelle Bishop. G'day, Michelle. Good afternoon. Plenty to talk yeah. about. Lots to talk, to talk about. about. Yeah, I heard your thoughts Empire, on Josh. Penrith... Sorry, I was just going to say the Penrith Panthers Empire, they're only missing Boss and Gucci and, wow, they've covered everything from home care to, you know, childcare centres. It's certainly the place to be. <laughs> uh, to Krispy Kreme what... Donuts, I think, on the precinct as well too. So they, yeah, they're, they're covering everything in regards to that. Hey, Josh Giddy, I want to give you an NBA score update. The Minnesota Timberwolves and the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's playing at the moment. 61 to 53, uh, they lead at half time the Thunder. And Josh Giddy has played 14 minutes, three rebounds, and nine points. But this is a growing story. And now Sanitarium have weighed in on this. His Wheatbix sponsor, Michelle. Yeah, look, he's, it's a, this is huge. Um, have to be very, very careful because we, we all know that it is an active investigation. The interesting part for me is the fact that there's, there's been, uh, it's been stressed that the police aren't involved in this investigation. This is purely, uh, you know, the NBA. Uh, we don't have all the facts. And the allegation is that he's had an inappropriate relationship with a, a younger woman. The word minor's been used about, which is really concerning. I can tell you that she's not a 14 or 15-year-old. That's what we do know. Uh, look, everyone's having... A, had an opinion. We've had Stephen A. Smith uh, come out and in a nutshell telling people to keep their nose out, refrain from uh, judgment until we know all the facts and the investigation is complete. Um, look, we've just talked about Sanitarian, a $40 million uh, ambassador's role. So across four years for the wheat bix uh, well, you know, the, the cereal giant, uh, they've got some big names uh, in their stable, but they have removed Josh Giddy from all social media platforms, and they're doing it just to keep, uh, they say, to you know, to keep the focus and the noise away until the investigation is complete. And I do have to say, Jimmy, whether people agree with me or not, I do have my thoughts on this. And again, we don't know all the facts, so I'm not going to compl- like have complete judgment until then. But I was one of those ones that sort of thought, given the perception, given what gone on, um, perhaps it might have been better, a better look for the NBA to be taking this seriously, carrying out the investigation and perhaps having Josh sit out. Because after all, if uh, the investigation is complete, he's found to have done nothing wrong, um, that's probably going to be the worst of it. That you know, he has to suffer the fact that being high profile, he was put in this position uh, or found himself in this position and perhaps sitting out one or two games. It probably would have fastened the process, if you ask me, with the NBA, because there would have been pressure from the thunder for the NBA to, I guess, you know, get their, their finger out of the backside. But what I will tell you is there's some fresh uh, news this afternoon with Andrew Bogut weighing in. Uh, Not that I'm surprised that he had much to say at all, but he's uh, basically said that this is, you know, this is the new deal. It used to be trial by media. Now it's trial by uh, the social media. Um, I'm not not surprised that he's had plenty to say, but he said the damage that has been done uh, to his PR, regardless of what the result is, there's no turning back. Um, You know, as I said, trial by media over the last 30 years, uh, now it's 100 times worse being trialled by the public on social media. 
But he has so gone does, on to say, and I'd like your opinion on this one, whenever, this is a quote, whenever you're towing that line, you're flirting with danger, and that's where I think Josh has messed up. It's real, a really odd comment to make. If you're towing so, the line, <clears throat> you're flirting with danger, and that's where I think Josh has messed up. So he's actually had an opinion himself. So the age of consent in Oklahoma is 16 years of age. So it differs from mm-hmm. state to state. So 16 years of age in Oklahoma. So uh, that's a, a fact, right? We're putting that out there. Does the NBA not have a no-fault stand-down policy like the NRL? Well, obviously not. I'm, I'm not that across um, you know, the mm. technical side of the NBA, but it would have been a good idea, or it certainly would be a good idea to start having the discussion and perhaps introducing it. Um, I just think it would have been uh, you know, much better right across the board. But something else I do hope that comes from this is obviously lessons learned, but not only that, it's something we need to, it's like the elephant in the room. It's something that we need to discuss um, on a far bigger level. I'm playing the safe game and uh, I guess being politically correct, I do plan on having a little bit to say as a female um, a little bit after this once this investigation is complete because I think it's something that we need to address um, across all sports. It's, it's certainly not something uh, new, let's put it that way. Probably the best the the- way to put it this mm-hmm. afternoon. Michelle, does the extent of the investigation from the NBA go go like this? Josh, did you have sexual relations with that girl? If the answer is yes, Josh, is that girl over the age of 16? And and then once once those facts are out, then we're much clearer about knowing where we stand. Well, this is true, and this is why I don't understand um, the, the investigation still sort of going on. I mean, I know it's only from the weekend, or probably a little bit, bit earlier, but, you know, a couple of days. But uh, the fact that he's still, you know, playing, it's obviously annoyed somebody because somebody's put it out there on social media and wants, um, wants him to be caught, caught out or... Um, you know, they're obviously done some serious damage in terms of his PR, as we've said, like a $40 million, um, you know, sponsorship or ambassador's role with a pretty clean company in Australia, Sanitarian. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's awful. And, and as, uh, you know, it's been pointed out, the damage is done. Um, he'll, he'll have to do a lot of work to, to gain back, you know, the public. Uh, well, he's been an absolute hero. Everyone's loved him. He's been so enormous. Um, every kid in Australia here looking up to him thinking, wow, that is actually possible. So it's, um, it's certainly one that will not go away quickly. Uh, and I just wish the NBA would get their, themselves together and, and get to the bottom of it. Well, Sanitarium are owned by the Seventh-day Adventists, so this is the worst possible publicity for them. I would suggest, yes, you can do that with social media. I haven't bought Wheat Bix in a long time. I used to eat a lot when I was a kid. But I wonder, is his image on their packaging? So deleting him from your social media is one thing. Changing that packaging, knowing the, the lag time between when you actually produce to when they get to the stores, that that could cost an absolute fortune for sanitarium. Well, I certainly, um, I've actually just been to the supermarket this morning um, and I didn't see anyone, any sort of Coles or Woolworths workers uh, removing wheat bix boxes from the shelves. So I think um, yeah. maybe that's, that's been a bigger picture for them. They've, they've, they've thought about that sort of, um, not necessarily for, for Josh Giddy, but just as a, uh, a marketing plan, perhaps they've only used those uh, uh, the, the, the high-profile people on um, on social media, so it is a lot easier to pull and, and um, or put back uh, if and when the time is right. Okay, look, I think know, it's I, uh, two. Hang on, Sorry, Michelle. I, I think it's two young coaches going head to head. Jerome Luai up for grabs, and it's Benji Marshall versus Cameron Serraldo. How's this going to play out? 
Look, can I be really honest with you? I have a, a, a sister, Bree, who is the biggest West Tiger supporter ever. She rang me this morning and she said, you know what, if I pick up another paper, if I turn the radio on or the TV and I hear one more thing about Jerome Luai, I was so excited as a West Tiger supporter to perhaps uh, be getting him, but I just wish to goodness that they'd make a call and get on with it. Um, and I, I think I speak on behalf of uh, most rugby league fans. It's just going on and on and on. Apparently, there's been another meeting so not just the uh, the meeting with Benji Marshall. Uh, this time he's met with the club's power brokers yesterday, obviously to try and convince him to go to the West Tigers. We know that they've offered a substantial, uh, uh, you know, financial deal uh, that's, that's a lot bigger than what Penrith has. And to hear the bulldog side of things, as you've just mentioned, that's an interesting one for me. A bit of a dilemma for them. I'm not sure whether this has been thought like through because when you talk about you know jumping at, jumping the gun and and, and salary cap and obviously having uh, ramifications from salary cap decisions down the track. There's an interesting one for them, and that's just signing. And I know he's only 17, but I guarantee this kid will play uh, NRL a lot sooner than we all expect. Mitchell Woods, um, the Bulldogs won the fight for him to retain him from um, from the AFL, him coming from the Swans Academy. In fact, the kid was absolutely um, a, a gun at three sports, AFL, league and union. Uh, and I think uh, that the Bulldogs sort of have to sit there and think, well, you know what? If we're going to be fast-tracking him to be playing in, um, in you know, in, in the Bulldog system in the NRL fairly soon, uh, do we spend the money now on someone like Jerome Luai, the big dollars, uh, to get up and running? Or do we, you know, just hang off a little bit and see what this Mitchell Woods can offer? It's a really interesting point because we spoke with Gus Gould last week about that and it was all on the back of the signing of Mitch Woods and he stressed he's young. So... You've you got to say 2024, he's not playing first grade. 2025, if he does play first grade, then he's you know maybe not going to make a huge impact. And he likened him to Steve Mortimer. He said, I'm loath to do this, but Steve Mortimer is the one he's like. I literally was thinking that exact thing today, thinking about, well, maybe it's just a holding year for the Bulldogs. That's a tough sell to the Bulldog supporters, but hey, stick it with us, guys. in the position this... that they're in because yeah. they, they have to be patient. But do you want to be having this conversation and, and explaining it to fans when it becomes a salary cap issue in two or three years' time when they all think you're nuts? Well, hang on a minute. You had this kid on your books. I think it's one of those ones where the, the dogs just have to, you know, sort of sit on their hands and, and let be and in a way pull out of this um, this race to cause, because, like, I'm just thinking it's, it's just upping his value. It's, it's, you know, it's becoming a bit of a circus. I'm bored with it. And look, at the end of the day, you'd want to imagine that he'd get this over and done with, that um, he goes back to pre-season next week. Uh, surely he doesn't want this to be dominating discussions in the lead-up to Christmas. Um, you know, he's, and, and, and just so that uh, the fans or listeners do understand that under the new uh, contracting model, so Penrith will be notified if the West Tigers do put in a, a legitimate offer because we're not even at that stage yet. It's still all, um, you know talking about what we can do and how good this is going to be and we can deliver and all the rest of it. Um, they'll have 10 days then. So once that's officially lodged and the NRL are across it, they'll have 10 days, uh, the Penrith Panthers, to respond to that and, you know, perhaps claim to, to stay. But um, it is interesting. Uh, I'm not confident. I think the Bulldogs are, are quite happy with the direction they're going and it'll, it'll just be between him either re- remaining at uh, Penrith or off to the West Tigers. Uh, Michelle, tell us about Nick Harney, the American golfer who's teeing it up at the Australian Open and his uh, Australian-born partner. 
I love this. This is, this can only be described as beautiful. I'm not one that sits on social media and sort of watches things, but this, it, it grabs me. So do yourself a favour, get on Instagram and have a look at his partner. Um, I was immediately hooked. I've actually shared it on my Instagram, so if you can't find it, it's um, Michelle Bishop 7. Have a look. So American Nick Hardy, who's um, making his Australian Open debut out here, his partner, Elizabeth L. Mason, um, she grew up in Sydney. Uh, she knows uh, the Lakes Golf Course really, really well. Uh, she basically does these golf tricks. So she's, she, she uh, was a champion uh, golfer herself um, at the same club, as I said, growing up in Sydney. She's become a media sensation. But she does things like in the hotel room, you know, when you're a bit bored. There's one in particular where she sets the golf ball up and she gives it a bit of a tap. It bounces off a mirror and off it off, it's going to smash for sure. And it doesn't. It bounces off the mirror into a cup of water. Very talented girl. I mean, if she was going to be my caddy for the week, I'd be feeling pretty confident. Um, and obviously just her knowledge of Australia and Sydney and all the rest of it. I just thought it was a good one to mention. And, and you know, I, I looked up one of her tricks, but then it just got me looking at three, four, five and six. Very talented girl. All right. Uh, we've got Eddie Pepperell coming up, uh, the English golfer, a little bit later on in the program. So uh, we'll talk to him about whether he's got a partner that does uh, golf trick shots. And if he hasn't, <laughs> then he's missing out. Uh, good on you, Michelle. We'll speak again next week. No worries. Have a good one. Michelle Bishop there with all the latest. All right, let's break and then we're back with more.